up guys this is drew and this is brad and you are listening to the unidentified flying podcast we have returned and this week we are talking about football (laughs) or soccer if you're a red-blooded american it's the same thing yeah we were supposed to have a guest on but yeah you know we had to it had to happen the first time i guess you know to get canceled on yeah, um, so we got stood up tonight. Yeah, our, our soccer correspondent backed out on us. Yeah, so bust out the red card, send his <laughs> ass to the bench, <laughs> he's out match the disqualification. Game. Yeah, he's out. No, I'm just kidding. No, just uh, life happened, so, you yeah. know, we'll... We'll talk more about soccer, probably. I mean, hell, we got a, we're we're about to, we have a gaggle of teams here. We're about to have. I know. So. I was one, I was gonna go to the um, preseason game tomorrow for the energy. I'm not gonna be able to. Oh, you're not gonna be able to go. Yeah, I'm bummed, dude. Well, that sucks. And you're a season ticket holder, right? Yes. Nice. Okay. Yes, so we'll talk about that. Yeah. Given. Okay. Teams. So um, I have some stuff written down here. It's time for first contact, folks. Okay. If you want to get a hold of us, send us any kind of mail, suggestions, whatever. Uh, you can get us at ufppodcast at gmail.com, at UFP on Twitter, and Unidentified Flying Podcast on Facebook. That's like four weeks in a row that bada I've got bing, my shit together. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I almost say I'm like, I'm semi-pro now. That's right. Uh, okay, so um, I think the, normally this is where we kind of do some follow-ups on you know past topics. Our last episode was just one big follow-up. Yeah, that was the theme. there was one thing you wanted to talk about. Um, Oh, what, talking about was, the uh, the guy we just acquired from the Thunder. We were talking about that. I think it was the last podcast. And mm-hmm. We're like, what is his name? Rand, Randy Foy. Yeah, I, like, I thought it was Foy, and you thought it was Foyer. Foyer. I'm not sure. I, I, so the jury's still out. Yeah. Well, I, I I was telling you this earlier. Like, there's a guy on the Magic that's name is Evan Fournier. I think I might be thinking of that guy, but I, 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 maybe I'm both. There's both really like only that. one solution to this. We need uh, Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook to come on the Unidentified Flying yeah, Podcast right. to talk to us. Don't, not not Randy Foy. No, no. I think it's Foy. We need we need we need KD or I'm just saying half the time like I'm wrong anyway, and then you'd be like, no, it's this way, and I'm like, I'll, I'll just think the exact opposite, and I might be wrong, right or wrong, and we just know what the hell we're doing. Yeah, so just want to throw that out there. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're attempting. I, it's, it's probably wrong. If you want to, be, if you want to send me an email, it'd be like, "Hey, this is what it really is, dumbass." Hey, feel free to, you know. Yeah, and you know, actually, something this goes back a bit. I just kind of thought of it. Uh, the X Files episode. I was listening to it this last week because I kind of because we're about to have next week we're going to have two guests on, uh-huh. and we're going to be kind of using a, the sim, a similar mic setup. So I kind of wanted to hear how it was the last time we did it, which was the okay. X Files episode, because yeah. I kind of want to try to improve on it. You know, we'll see how badly I fail there. Um, <laughs> but I I was listening to that podcast, and when I was talking about the Darkness Falls episode, I kept referring to the guy as a bio terrorist. I under I realize it's an he's an eco terrorist. Eco terrorist, okay. Yeah, so he wasn't like dropping VX gas on Mulder and Scully. <laughs> yeah. He was just like sabotaging logging equipment and shit like that. So he was a eco terrorist. Like yeah. yeah. He wasn't trying to, you know, end the world. He was yeah. trying to save the forest. So yeah, I I realized that was a I don't know, I got my I got my terms mixed up there. I got my terrorists confused. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, bound to happen. Yeah, so there there's me all these weeks later correcting that. Well, that's just kind of my point like I, I, I was like, I, I, that, that's not right. I can't, it can't be right. I'm like, is that his name? I, I don't know. I just, damn it. 
Like, yeah, like well, with Andre Robertson. It's Robertson. It's Robertson, I'm not pretty Robertson. Sure. Yeah, and then see, now you'll be like, oh, it's Robertson? Is it Robertson? I remember, what was it, when we started oh, playing no. fantasy basketball, I got... I got Monte Monte Ellis. Yeah. And I thought his name was Monta. I was like, well, M O N T A. Monta. That's, you know, M O O N. That spells <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter and jelly or whatever. Mine, mine was uh, Nicholas Batum. His last name is spelled B A T U M. I was like, like Batum? Batum? <laughs> no. <Nope>. Okay. Batum. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was like, and then someone's like, oh, Nicholas, oh, man. Nicholas Batum, and I'm like, oh, I if, would, I was not even close. Oh, Never man, would have even came up with that. If only it was Batum, dude. That would be my, my number one pick guy every year. I'd be like, I just got Batum. Nick Batum. Batum. Um, okay. Yeah, hey, not a bad player, no. Um, okay, so I think uh, that was the only recap. I our follow-up say. is we may be retarded. Yeah. I think it's kind of... <laughs> I think it's kind of the, the point we're trying out. to. Yeah, yeah, I think of the point we're trying to get out there. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're learning as we go. Um, okay, so you know, I think the other thing that bears at least a, a moment of mention is we are actually the podcast has gone mobile. We this we're is on our location. Se- yeah, we're this is our second on location podcast, and we are currently at Casa de Rob. Which Rob will be on next week's podcast. And Rob, would you very quickly like to say hello to the world? What's up, everybody? There you go. And hopefully we don't have to hear him anymore. Um, I'm <laughs> kidding. No, I'm kidding. Us. I'm kidding. Yeah, please don't kick us out. I'm kidding. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, we, uh, so we're on location. We got this shit set up on literally a ping pong table. Like, I... What better way? Yeah, man. Than to bust out some... This actually... I was skeptical when he said he got a ping pong table, and I'm kind of like, this is... Pretty Legit. awesome, yeah. This is a good table just for doing anything. You don't have to just play ping pong on it. Yeah. Okay, so enough of that shit. Let's start talking about soccer, man. Yeah. Let's just you start. played, didn't you? Yeah, when I was a kid. Like, yeah, but I mean, I played like, AYSO I, soccer. Okay, so I, like, I played, but like it was like five and six years old, and you know, hey, we get some orange slices and. Yeah, well, I mean you know. that's that's essentially what it was. You although played older than that when I, when I played AYSO soccer, it was a bit it was it was a little serious. Okay, like. Like uh, when I I lived I lived uh, in Hawaii, and you played. We played a lot of games. We played in a huge statewide tournament. We won the state title one year. Uh, I was a goalie. I loved playing goalie. Uh, and I I, I was you kind of anything else, or is it mainly just? Goalie? I mainly I once like once I started playing soccer and I first got in net. I think every coach I had, like, which I didn't have many because I played AYSO soccer for, gosh, almost four years, or maybe three, Uh, and that was pretty much other than, like, being a little kid playing soccer where it doesn't, everybody just runs runs around and tries to kick the ball, even the goalies, like, you know, midfield, like, (laughs) I want to score. (laughs) (laughs) Get back. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Uh, once I got in goal, I think some kid got hurt, and like they asked me to go play goalie, and I actually took to it really well. Um, and then I had a coach, a ho- some Hawaiian guy. He kind of taught me like the school of hard knocks of playing goalie, which was like he taught he coached me how to be like an attacking goalie. Like okay. whenever people like you know got into your your safe zone. You you attack them. You didn't just stand back and wait for them to shoot. There were certain times when you did. If there was more than one person, you obviously would try to you know wait to see what they were going to do. But if it was one on one, I mean, it was almost like you charge them. Yeah. Because 
people don't know what the hell to do. They're like, oh, the goalie's charging me. Now, don't get me wrong. It was rare, but, you know, I mean, some kids knew what to do yeah. and made you pay for it. But more often than not, you know, and the, again, these are kids. You don't see the pros doing this because, yeah. you know, some guy would do some fucking bicycle flip kick and, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we weren't that level yet. Yeah. So that was my experience. I played, you know, when I was a kid, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, had a lot of good success as a kid playing it and then just stopped playing it. Never watched... Um, that never really kept up with soccer. I mean, I knew who Pele was. Yeah, I knew who some of the American, like in the '90s, I knew who Alexi Lawless was, but I never watched him play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that, that's kind of what I wanted to do this episode because I'm, I like you. That's way more experience with soccer than I ever had. I mean, especially from where I'm from and growing up, and like you had, you know, I think it was called Kids Inc. And it was like, yeah little kids running around and that was it and, and things have changed now where i think maybe the high school has a program or you know other groups and things like that but there's the, the never, sport any, has there definitely, never any organized league where we could just go play and the sport uh, has definitely grown yes yes and that's and that's kind of why i want like i said want to do this episode and i i have recently got into soccer myself plus it's just kind of new to the state yeah it's changing on a national level and international level yeah well, all that type of stuff. So that's just kind of what we're, we're going to gloss over so many things when it comes to soccer because, I mean, it's it's a rich history with just like any other sport. I mean, it's like more we, than like any other. If we sat here and talked about like all 50 Super Bowls, we might not have enough time. You know, yeah. podcast. So it's the same with soccer. Like, well, I think, but soccer has been around than, a long time. Soccer, more than any sport, is truly the world's game. I mean, you yes, can't. I would agree. It's yeah. not as big in, in the United States as yeah. it is in the rest of the world. But I mean, the rest of the world, for the most part, goes batshit crazy over soccer. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of changing. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're getting more thing. into it. I don't think, unless football continues to get kind of softened, to, to use a nice term. As long as it continues to get to where, like, you can't tackle people in certain... You know what I mean? Like, and I'm, say, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, necessarily. Okay. Although, it's definitely changing the fucking game. Mm-hmm. I mean, for people who are looking for the gladiatorial aspect of football, yeah, yeah. you're losing that. And I think that was one of the things that made football unique. I think, regardless, it's still growing... Like- that, that's what's cool about soccer. Like it's it's growing regardless. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Soccer may but eventually that, on top of it. Like, well, that's like you're saying. I think it helps yeah. more. I think if football doesn't go too far away from at least what it is now, it'll still be tops in the states. Things too. Yeah, stuff. hell, they talked about maybe about it in a different way too. Like, well, they've talked you about know, s- like little like kind of like leagues you're talking about. Like little kids can wear like bands on their head, and they've got like sensors and stuff. Like where they can be like, oh. He just got hit so hard, like, he needs to be checked. And I think they're encouraging people not to do headers and stuff, too, at younger ages. Yes, things like that. I mean, you know, that's always debate. Like, oh, does it really matter? Or, you know, some people get into the, oh, ban it all together. And, you know, Pierce of the game, don't want to do that. And that's, God, that's a, that's its own subject. But just talking about yeah, the growth of enough. the game. It's growing. It's it's growing a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, hell, now in the in the state of Oklahoma, we've got three semi-pro teams. Which is crazy like, to me. Like how many, how many did we have five years ago? I'm guessing zero. zero? <laughs> yeah, I, don't think I never heard about like, soccer. Had the rough Hell, I did. Sure. I knew we had the energy just because you you would invite me to games. I haven't been able to go to one yet, yeah. but you'd be like, "Hey, you want to come to this energy game?" I was like, "What's the energy?" You know, like, yeah. it's and a soccer teams, team, and then now we got two more. These teams, like I think, I don't know, uh, especially about the Roughnecks, but I know uh, just from being a fan of the energy myself, like there were teams back, you know, like in the early '80s. That I think played at Taft Stadium, which is where the energy is playing right now. Really, but so like you like, mean just visiting teams? 
No, like, no, no. Like they had a they had a franchise here. Oh, really? Back in the day, like um, something I learned, kind of getting in talk in contact with some of these supporters groups is Tulsa, the Roughnecks. Even though they were in a different league at the time, they have the only professional championship in the state. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like I remember back, seeing that in that email. Yeah, and that was like back. Yeah, eighty three. So Which said. that's that's a that's pretty cool. That's a pretty yeah, cool I mean, like. Uh, no one else can say that. You know, yeah. the Thunder haven't won a national. Ch- I mean that. Yeah. I mean it's semi pro, but I mean it still counts. Guys. It's pro. I mean yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So just real quick before we get too far away from it, I because I've I always and because I've talked to you know in my international travels, uh, I've or I'm sorry in our intergalactic travels <laughs> if we're yeah uh, anyway I've talked to people from different countries before and they always kind of. <sighs> I'm not saying like they've like I've been ridiculed or anything, but they always kind of like give you this odd look when you use the term soccer. And I'm kind of like, as far as I always knew it, and this is what I learned. This is what I learned was when I was a kid. We were playing association football, okay, known as soccer. Mm-hmm. Now we knew that it was also called football in places, but it was called soccer because soccer was it was a it was kind of a. It wasn't. I guess it was kind of an acronym. It was kind of they took. A, well, it's association football, and they kind of put it all together to make soccer the 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 association part of foot of the association. Oh, okay. And yeah. that's how you got the term soccer. Yeah. And this was a, as far as I understand it, a British. Term. Yeah, like how I always looked at it was, you know, the, the British would say something like, you know, this is this game is called football. But when you're just kind of casually talking to somebody, you're like, "Hey, let's uh, let's have a game of soccer," and it was just another way to describe the same thing. Yeah. And they're um, like, "Well, what game are you going to play?" I'm like, "Oh, we're going to play some football." But they'd be like, "Oh, let's have a game of soccer." Yeah, like and a bit of tea at the same time. I'm sorry, I'm probably just pissing off all our English listeners. <laughs> Yeah, see, in the early, supposedly in the early days of the sport, the proper term was soccer. Um, and a lot of and a lot of people here, you know, this isn't. Even though there's been this history, it's not a you know everyone here knows soccer or loves soccer or cares about you know a lot of people have negative reactions when they're just like oh god soccer especially if you're like a football American football fan. You know, I mean, yeah, and I think the whole point was to to distinguish it from other types of football, like rugby and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe, and maybe that's like because I mean, you got to think international players or not just players, but uh, you know, people that are fans of those sports. They look at American football and they go, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, they which we're playing thing. like how many games in London now? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, think about like the game. Like you have to, know, it's like you have to be a lawyer to know the rules of foot, American football. Like, oh wait, you stop. You have four downs. You can only do this. You only can do that. That's true. That's true. Like soccer is a lot easier to watch. American football took those international games and start and stop them. Yeah. Like you gotta think rugby. You know, like when the ball is like a fumble in in American football and people just like run around. It's crazy. That's that's rugby. Yeah. (laughs) That's those games. Except they just never stop. They have stoppages, but they're just running around the whole time. Yeah. We go. Hey, stop! He's down. Stop. First down and ten. You got four chance, you know. You got yeah. all these rules layered onto it, then passing, and that that all came around. Yeah, um, that's kind of where those games are related, but also insanely on the totally opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, I guess I'm just saying. Like, do, I guess I'm curious. Do you've been to energy games? 
have you noticed any like i mean i'm assuming i mean especially this is oklahoma if anybody's going to do anything that's like you know <laughs> passe or a faux pas or anything it's going to be oklahomans okay <laughs> why do you say that for me? well i'm just it's a joke I, i'm I just know, I'm kidding uh but no like uh do do they does anybody sneer at people using the word soccer? No, I don't think so. I mean, a lot of it's just they just don't know basic rules. Kind of like I was talking about, like how international people look at American football. We'll look at soccer and go, "What?" Which the rules for soccer on? are pretty clear. I mean, it's really the main rule is: are you offsides? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's you know offsides, penalties. You like, gotta think, you know, just how like there's half, there's that two halves. That ba- that basic part of the game where it's like, oh, okay. yeah, like the, it would be halftime and people would be walking me up to me at the soccer game or uh, at the Energy Stadium. They're like, you know, is it is it a timeout? Is it over? <laughs> is the game over? <laughs> yeah, because they, they don't, you know, they don't know all the rules. Yeah, and then they you know add stoppage time on the on top of all that, and you have stoppage time, extra time, all that. But stuff. I think in general, soccer is probably easier to just. I don't know, I would guess, because like you said, the rule book for the NFL has to be like a tome, whereas yes. the rule book for soccer's gotta be like a pamphlet. Yeah. Comparatively. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's Because you know, you've you yeah. got offsides and you've got, you know, you know, like uh, personal fouls. Yeah, you have fouls. And and you know, out of um, bounds. Yeah, when you throw it in, that type of thing. Yeah, or just saying when the ball goes the out, oh, the ball crossed that line, it's out of bounds. You have a, you have like so many substitutions a game. Yeah, okay. So stuff like that. The big difference, like you were talking about in a previous podcast, like where you liked watching the women's game more, and a For, lot of <laughs> a lot of that has to do with the fact that, like you're saying, soccer is such a big deal internationally. That's where all the talent and the really really good players go. And then, and this is kind of newer, as far as time got, like these really good players as they've they age and they get into like maybe the the later part of their careers now they're coming over to our leagues like the mls or lower anywhere and they play and they kind of finish out the careers their swan songs are in the mls yes pretty much and just real quick but, but if they want to make the big bucks and they and they have the prime of their career and stuff they're trust me they're not in america they're going somewhere else. Sure, they have they have you know teams. I think have like academies where they pick these kids young, and they are basically going to school, school and playing soccer all day long, and then they sleep and they get up and they do it all over again. Yeah, um, yeah, and just to kind of like I, I here's okay. So here's my my first like like I, I mean I might have played soccer when I was a kid, but I had never watched it. My first kind of experience watching soccer on a professional level anyway was I, oddly enough I had gone on a trip to Germany with a friend of mine and we were there in the month of July 1999 and at the time didn't even know it had no clue the women's world cup was going on um I didn't know the United States was any good yeah um so we're sitting there like one day and somebody tells us like hey uh we were because we were staying at a place where there were all these GIs. You know, we're, it wasn't on a base or anything. It was a bunch of you know off post you know families um, right next to a German community, <laughs> and they were like, "Hey, uh, championship games tomorrow. Like everybody's going to be barbecuing and stuff." And we were like, a friend of mine that I was that I'd gone with, I was like, "What, what, what are you talking about? What game?" And they're like, "The World Cup." And we were like, "World? Like what?" <laughs> and they were like, "Soccer." We we're like, "What? Who? Okay." Who's playing? What European or South American teams are playing in this uh, particular World Cup? Yeah. They're like, no, dude, it's the United States and China. And we are like, what? So we're like, yeah, fuck it, we'll watch. Man, dude, I had a blast watching that game. Um, 
like I said, the women's team was, you know, that was just really good, and the China, the women's Chinese team was really good, and I, I saw that kind of what's become kind of an iconic moment whenever you know Brandy Chastain, you know, tore her jersey off and you know did the knee slide with the sports bra and all that, you know. I watched that live and was yeah. like, holy shit, she just did that. <laughs> uh, you know, watch players like Mia Hamm and you know all that dude like that. Sh- it was dude, and it was a thrilling game. It was a shootout uh, to decide it. And we had just the batter-ass goalie. I can't remember her name, but just, she was just all over the place. Yeah. And, you know, not that I went home and was like, oh, I'm going to start following the, the women's team. And, again, I guess I'm saying, too, like, I haven't watched. I, I watched, like, highlights of the men's World Cup team in this last World Cup. I watched four games. I was, like, you know, at work trying to follow it on my phone. Like, you know, how's the women's team on? doing? Yeah. Uh, the Olympics. I mean, it helps one. The women's team is really fucking good. Not yeah. that the men's team is trash, but they're just but it, not but on the same to, like, level. Everyone, uh, the other women's teams of the world, yeah, they're. Yeah, yes. I think it's the U. It's like U.S., Canada, Japan. Those are usually the top teams. Those are like yeah, like the and the United States has won the last World Cup, the last Olympics. Yeah, and so and again, I I think it's because I've watched you know some of the men's game, and I don't get me wrong, I like watching the women's game. There's there's a lot of good looking ladies playing soccer. However, the game itself is just different to watch. The men's game just and again, I know there's some ridiculous athletes in soccer. Some of the best athletes in the world. I I, I concede that. And I've seen some plays that have have happened in you know men's games where I'm like, holy shit! Like you know a lot of those bicycle kick plays and stuff like that. Yeah. But when I've sat down and tried to watch the game. It's just the ball just sailing 40, 50 yards, hitting the ground, moving around a little, sailing back 30, 40 yards the other way, getting kicked 20 yards to the left, getting kicked 30 yards back to the right. And some of that right. is just the game, but like... The women's game, though? It's that, like, dude, a saying, hornet's like, nest, dude. I know, and, and now I would say, like, the quality of play is better, on... on so many levels like MLS, NASL, U- uh, USL, any anything on this continent basically because they're actually paying some players and the sport is growing so they're able to pay, but you know better for some players and the quality's gone up and you know it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy like well the better the more the better the quality goes up the more people that get into it the more people get into it the more you know yeah and i'm like like i was saying earlier like they're now like you're getting a lot of international stars granted they're they they are kind of out of their prime but like they're actually coming over here and playing and we're we're you know like that development system i talked about internationally like we didn't have a lot of that where you know people are starting to do that type of stuff here have your farm teams your academies all that type of stuff where it's like we just never some people go to college and play, and play you know. Sure. There's so many paths here, like, and it ends up, usually you just end up going overseas, and that's what's kind of trying to be changed. Yeah, and I get, I'm just saying, like, just my limited experience watching, the women's game is just a cut above the men's. Like, I don't know what it is, and maybe I, maybe I'm, I mean, I could easily be wrong, but yeah. it's just when I watch the women. It's personal preference. When too. I watch women play, the women play, they're on the same size field, and... They are going at it like crazy, dude. Like every, I mean, there are moments where the ball is just getting punted around, and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, right. It's part of the game. But there are way more moments where it's just explosive action. 
Whereas the men's game, it's like, you know, <laughs> abbreviated moments of explosive action. And and I don't know, I'm going to make this statement, I don't know if it's fucking true, but, you know, hey, fuck it. Um, it would surprise me if in the United States anyway, it would surprise me if men's soccer is driving the growth of the game more than the women's game. But women's it would surprise you. Or would it would surprise you? me because women's soccer is oh yeah, we're like, fucking I mean, winning. Where I'm kind of pulling the numbers off the top of my head, but like the men's World Cup, like when they like when our, the men's team wins the World Cup, how much do you think they get paid? It's like 150 million dollars, mm-hmm. and they divvy that up over the whole team. Yeah, the women's win win. It's like fifteen. Yeah, but, well, no, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying in America, the growth of the game of soccer, oh, okay. the popular, okay. the rise in yeah, popularity, like being... to me has to. I like if you if dollars to donuts, I would bet, man. If you had to say to most people, we have to get rid of one of our national teams. I think that um, I think I would assume most people would be like, get rid of our men's team. Our women's team is fucking top notch, and yeah, I, yeah that's it's I pretty crazy. That the how last time, like the last World Cup game they won, that's the most watched soccer game. The women's, country. yeah, in the, in this country ever. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. In yeah. America, just okay. in America, yeah. and I think it's kind of. I don't think it's. I'm not, the, the funny's the wrong word. I just think it's kind of odd that. Well, especially we, like talk about how much they get paid. Well, yeah, yeah. I much, mean, that's which. I mean, hey, how I, much people want to focus on the men's versus the women's that type of thing. Which you know, hey, I mean, of whatever they get paid, I kind of say, well, yeah, here in America, if, if our if our if our view is narrow, where where we watch the shit out of the women's game here in America, the rest of the world probably tunes out comparatively speaking. Yeah. To which I'm sorry, soccer's a huge game. Despite America not being that interested oh, yeah. Yeah, in it over the they years, don't they so <laughs> I mean, if the men make 150 million because the men's sports generates you know 150 billion dollars, and the women make 15 million because they generate 1.5 billion dollars, yeah. I'd say that's why that's the way it is. I, I'm just saying, like, not compared to women's, but men's has gotten better. The, yeah, just and on like I said on all levels, our national team, and I'm not saying we team, wouldn't support a national team. We're actually team, kind of competitive in World Cup, like we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Men's, is, men's usually has not been, you know, the past twenty years. It has, you know, the past, it has the past ten or so, ten or fifteen. But like before that, yeah, it was like it was not good. You know, the yeah, women just, were competing, and we, and our men's were like nowhere. You know, yeah, and I think you know, and but I just think, like I said, MLS and all the other leagues too. Yeah, well, and I think recently our our men's national team has had some kind of problems. Like we've lost some games that we people yeah. are kind of like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah. I I don't. Did we qualify for the Olympics? Uh, yes, I think. So I, I know the women. The women, it was like I was, I was following like, done like, Gold Cup and Concacaf and that yeah, which we kind of got jacked up in those, didn't I think we? So, like yes. we we were getting bitten beaten by teams that you know yeah, people are like Jamaica, ha- Jamaica yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, it was like how are you losing it? Like you you should be beating those guys, you know? That's a whole other leg of the the sport. Yeah. That's kind of what cra- is crazy about soccer is like there's so many facets, and then. And, We've talked about this too, Lane. We'll talk about this when we get into the, some of these leagues, where it's like they have a, they have a league schedule, mm-hmm. and then in the middle of that league schedule, they might have, oh shit, it's it's that year stop in July World Cup, or even if it's that same year with that with or without a World Cup, they'd be like, hey, we got a tournament, and it lasts the whole year, and we stop and like, hey, this week we're playing a tournament game against some random team in another league. It's not even in our, in our league, but we're playing to, to go through the tournament to get whatever cup, you know. Which did you watch the championship game in the this last uh World Cup where it was USA and Japan 
and they were like building up like it was you know the women's no i didn't form an ollie too no. oh man dude was that the one where it was like yeah the u.s just, jumped out like demolished them. oh yeah like jumped yeah, out to like, like a hat trick five or five to nothing <laughs> yeah or something it was it was three to nothing in like the first like 15 minutes <laughs> the game it was, was crazy over, yeah. yeah and one Poor we ended man. up winning like six to one or something yeah. or something like that and yeah that was just that was crazy but Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is, is I, I, it's whenever I look at other women's sports, and I'm just kind of, I have just trouble. Like I can't watch WNBA. The men's, the men's game is just for one, they they play them different for for starters. Yeah, and some you of don't the have same problem with like American soccer compared to the rest of the world, where it's like, yeah, they don't make shit. But then our women's game, one of the best game, players go to Russia and China and make billions of dollars. You never, see yeah. Them. But the, I just think it's, I just think it's, it's interesting and it's unique that our women. This is in my, I mean, yeah. for America, it's the women's game that gets the most, I think, respect. I guess you could say, you could call it the most. Our women's team internationally is taken deadly serious. Yeah. Because well, well like I said we're contenders. We're like the defending champs yeah. in, you know, Olympics and the World Cup. Our men's team is like, "Eh, you're growing. You're still small. We're doing really good, especially like as a compared to recent history." Yeah, 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 but you know, teams like Brazil and Argentina and Spain and France and Germany kind of look at this like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah. Uh, two to nothing. See ya. <laughs> See ya. See ya at the next. Uh, we've, we've had some fun. Yeah, we've, it, we and we've had some success. I'm not trying yeah. to bash on the men's yeah. team. I'm just saying, in a bigger scheme of things, you know, yeah, that's. I think that's, that's the def- only sport right. you could point at and say, like, at least in for um, the United States. I can't speak for the rest of the world. The United States, the men's team is this is this, is an, is a so afterthought. Like I said, our, just our soccer team. in general, like, yeah. But that's changing. That's kind of yeah. why we're why, yeah. why, why we're here. Sure. Okay. So. Um, we've talked to oh and FIFA also you know they had all that fucking scandal which was like I mean I don't know I, every day you know I'm driving to work and like I catch like some sh- like the BBC news in the morning and like you know they'll oh they'll be giving all these updates on like you know <laughs> this guy got fucking indicted he took a million two five ten million dollars for some impropriety for Gave, some fucking soccer, soccer confederation and something and I'm like little poor Jesus country. dude this shit's like fucking spread all over the world man like yeah, it, all it, kinds of so motherfuckers getting done out and you know now they just you know elected a new president which i thought was i mean nothing against the guy's name but i just think it's funny that after all this scandal and i don't know the etymology of this name but the dude's name is infantino yeah which i just thought was kind of <laughs> now an infant is running and i don't know anything about it like yeah i, I, I he know, might be a good guy yeah he, yeah he might clean up the sport i, I don't just fucking know they know. had a lot of problems yeah so now they've got a they've got a new prez and I guess we'll see if uh, anything changes as far as yeah, good luck. the bullshit in, in FIFA, I guess. Um, which, I mean, what was that? The FBI fucking broke that, like, in Switzerland or something? Yeah. Like, remember that? I was like, I was yeah, like what so the was, fuck is the FBI doing in well, Switzerland? Well, it was like they were, they were claiming, like, the deals were made on U.S. soil, so yeah. that's how they got the jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I just thought it was strange to hear, like, the, you know, because it was on the BBC, you know, some British... They were trying to take them down. Some man, British lady was like, like, you know, the FBI raided a hotel in Zurich, Switzerland, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I, I, you need to <laughs> say that again. Did you just say yeah. the FBI was in Switzerland raiding a hotel? They'll find you, man. Did we just declare war on Switzerland? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what's how that whole organization's run in the first place. And yeah, there's yeah. It's mind-bogglingly, mind-bogglingly like, just dumb, dude. Like yeah, yeah, corrupt. Um, uh, and apparently, lots of money changing hands to get oh, like yeah, you for know so many different reasons. Which you got to think, it's kind of funny. 
everybody okay uh, this is just my perception I, I hear this and I'm like yeah okay so all these people took money to you know give favoritism and I'm like yeah okay that's not good but we just sat here for a while and listened to how Cutter spent millions of dollars basically swooning and and you know uh, getting FIFA to let a World Cup be played there and FIFA was like, "Okay, we'll in play in Cutter." Degree and now everybody's and now they're kind of like, "Well, wait, aren't they like playing in the winter now to kind of make up for that?" Fuck, fuck I don't up? know. I don't know what they're doing. Playing it's at such night. A big I fuck. don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Because you're still like, "Yeah, let's play out in 120 degree to, heat." They were trying to build like indoor, like enclosed stadiums. They're going to air condition it in Cutter. <laughs> in the summertime. Jesus. And plus the whole slave labor thing they were using to help build all that stuff. <laughs> but, you know, anyway. Yeah, that's like that's the, not the that's, cr- a, that's a whole other yeah, show right yeah, there, you know. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, so we've uh we've talked about everything except for really the local stuff. Yeah, let's let's talk about them cuz we'll, that'll get us into the leagues that it's, they're in. So just real quick, tell are. me. Who are the teams here and what are their uh their their fan groups? Well, we'll wait to get on the fan groups because okay, okay. Well, like, what the hell is that anyway? You know, like, yeah. what other sports has things like that? I'm, I know there are fan groups, but like, like that where like they go to the game, they sit yeah. behind. College, like, college, college has is kind of like that. Yeah, you have like know? the the roughnecks for OU. Yeah, yeah, you have like was it the Cameron Crazies for? Yeah, but is that like is that like just regular fans can get into the roughnecks and like hang out with you know what I'm I saying? I, that's a good question. I that's don't know. kind of the difference I'm talking about. Like, I don't know. Will they give you one of those those sticks or whatever? I don't know. I would want to hang. You out get with those yeah, you get a scarf and stuff. You know, that's a big deal. You wear a scarf. You get a T-shirt. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's a wait, wait, wait. wait I'm, that's I'm that's a big soccer fan. thing. What? Scarfs. What are you talking about? You, so you said scarves. You get a scarf. Yeah, that, and that's like a, that's part of the fan thing. Yeah. So wait, I just out of curiosity because this you know typically like I, associating all this with like British stuff is it like you know looks like 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 Hogwarts <laughs> like <laughs> you have huh? Doctor Who yeah, yeah Doctor, Doctor Who yeah, yeah. no yeah. you have like depends a, on we your the house colors, of, uh, we have the house of the Oklahoma team. City. Totally depends on the team. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. The, like it's I guess what like if we all get else. together and we all have our scarves? Yeah. Like you know, we have the terrible towel in football. Yeah, <laughs> we got just, scarves. We've got a scarf, dude. Okay. All right. Do, you know, I don't wear it in July or anything. Some people do. Well, what kind of fan are one. you? I guess so. Yeah, I don't you know. You bust out your scarf, man. Dude, I'm, I got my hat and sunglasses on. It's a little warm outside in July. <laughs> Just saying. Please wear that scarf around me sometime. Anyway, I'll t- the 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 teams in the state are. Uh, you know, I'm an energy fan. There's OKC, Energy FC, and then there's the Tulsa Roughnecks, and they are in their own league. These are newer teams. I like I like kind of talking earlier about the the championship that Tulsa Roughnecks have. That was in another league, and it might be like the same team, but maybe it was resurrected. I'm not completely sure on that. Okay. That'd be something we can kind of go into into the future, but. Uh, it's the same name, and they both play in a league called USL. This is the Energy and the, Energy the Roughnecks. and the Roughnecks. Play in the USL. Yeah. And so that means, you know... Is that the United Soccer League? Yes. Okay. That that also means, you know, like they, they play each other quite a bit because they're in the same league. Plus we're... Same state. A same, same state, same conference. It's basically split up kind of like basketball. Okay. There's an Eastern and Western Conference, I believe. And, you know, you play your team's in your conference more often than say the other team sure sure so yeah we're interstate and you know interstate rivals okay you know so there's that that's always fun gives a 
And plus, you know, they're only an hour away, or a little over an hour away. Yeah. So. And there's been, I think, anything where there's always kind of a healthy rivalry between Oklahoma Just the two City cities and anyway, Tulsa. yeah. I yeah. mean, and that, that is really a great way for it to... Those are the two biggest cities in the state. Yeah. You know, I mean, what other teams do we have that play each other? OU and Tulsa football? Yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, that's not really... It's really a rivalry. No offense, Tulsa. But yeah, no offense to Tulsa, but it's not really I'm sure they've won once or twice. I know? don't think they ever have, have they? Well, not in my lifetime, I don't think, but... I'm thinking any. You never know, lifetime. man. Any given Saturday, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think You're just, like, looking at me in disbelief. Like yeah, I don't, I don't think Tulsa's ever... Maybe they have. Shit, I don't know. Dude, if it goes back to, like... The forties, I'm sure they won once or something. You know, come on. Uh, maybe, anyway, maybe, they've got yeah. soccer teams now, yeah. and I, I think this this coming year, like the reason we're doing this episode today too, is like tomorrow is a big energy FC preseason game. They've had a couple games already, and I think maybe other teams have too. But oh. it's just now getting started. So, so that's kind of why we're doing this today. Real quick. Uh, I just thought of another good rivalry between Oklahoma City and Tulsa. Okay. It's, it's, I think it's defunct now, but the Blazers and Oilers. Oh, the hockey, man. Okay. They, they, yeah. That was like a f- You and hockey, man. Well, I'm just saying that that was like every time I heard about those games, it was like, Oklahoma, the Blazers and Oilers played today, and of the 60 minutes of hockey, you know, 90 minutes was spent in the penalty box. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just fights, fights, yeah. fights, fights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... That's why you went to watch that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. that was like, yeah, hey, you want to go see a... Hey, I went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. <laughs> you know, that's kind of... So it's kind of like, you know, we were talking about with these supporters groups, with this soccer rivalry, they'll definitely get into, like, they'll... Will they'll, they? They'll, oh, yeah, they'll travel, and you know, they'll go to the other... Like, do the teams. players get into... Are there, like, more slide tackles and stuff, you know? I like know, little, you know, it gets a bit chippy yeah, out there, say. you know, a couple cards flying. All right, all right. Yellow card! You yeah. Know, <laughs> now, of, now, which is worse? A red card's worse than a yellow card, right? Yes. Like, a yellow card's just like a warning like hey you get two yellow cards it basically equals a red card now if you do something particularly heinous There's the red like, card bam, comes red right card. out get the fuck okay out. Yeah. okay okay well maybe we should give our, our expert no maybe, just, like, maybe maybe just our expert gets just a yellow yeah. card maybe just a yellow card for our, the red card may be overreacting for our our, our absolute well he's out of this expert. podcast he's he'll be he's welcome back for next one yeah so yeah you can so give him a red you, card you okay red okay yeah, okay, yeah. okay he's out for this one All right, Sorry, the red man. card stands okay <laughs> it's gone to the the review so board heinous. we had to at least give him a red <laughs> okay all right so go i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there, no, but i was fine. just thinking it's, i was like i was like how could i forget about the blazers and oilers yeah yeah but yeah, I mean, like I was saying, like you know, those it's defunct now, so there's actually yeah. I don't. Kind the Oilers may still be around. I don't. The Blazers are going on, but I don't know. This has definitely got to be the best chance for us to have. Yes, like yes. two soccer clubs and all that. So, or football clubs, whatever. And you know, I think you know casually as some fans, you know, like they see this, these, you know, it's fairly new. I don't know if uh, Tulsa came around the same exact year as the Energy did, but this this season coming up will be the Energy's third year ever. The first year they played in like a high school football stadium up at Bishop Guinness. And, you know, it's only so big. I think it could seat like maybe two, three thousand people. You know, maybe yeah. at most. And then the next year, they kind of moved up into a bigger stadium. They redid a Taft Stadium, I guess, which was. Okay. I think. I think right now it's still technically a middle school football field. Huh. It's it's can seat more. I think it seats like somewhere like seven, eight thousand. Somewhere around there. And as an experience, you as being a you know who's been to a lot of games, is it usually pretty pretty packed? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, certain, like, especially, like, the opener and, like, these Tulsa games, you know. So <laughs> if it's, like, the doldrums of, like, the middle of the season and it's kind of like a bad team, then, yeah, it can get kind of thin. And that's the, kind, that's the kind of thing, too, but that was I, I actually me. liked a lot of the turnout just because they had a lot of things scheduled the same time as, like, say, a Thunder game, Thunder mm-hmm. playoff game, or maybe it was an OU football game that Saturday or something, and they still had a pretty good turnout. Really? So that was kind of, was kind of pressing on And I think this next season they've actually done the schedule to where nothing really coincides with any of those. Okay. So it might be even better. Okay. You know, cool. And that's, that's, that's the two teams that are in the USA, uh, the USL. Okay. Um, there's one other team, and that's, the Rayo, that's Rayo FC, and this will be their inaugural, inaugural season. They've never played. Like, like I said, the Energy have played for a couple of years, and I think the Roughnecks, too, I'm not entirely sure about that. Now, are these teams, the Energy and the Roughnecks, are they affiliated with, like, are they a farm team? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we talked about this when we first brought them up. Like, that's okay. why um, that's why the Energy is playing FC Dallas, because they are now affiliated with FC okay. Dallas. FC Dallas is in MLS. Okay, and so... And it's basically... Um, there's basically like three tiers of soccer in, in North America. There's okay. MLS, and that's the professional. That's like the NFL okay. of soccer, basically. Yeah. And then uh, some place called the United States Soccer Federation. I get, that might be a like maybe FIFA sets that up. I don't. I'm not exactly or it's sure. Separate from FIFA, maybe. I it don't might know. be something kind of under. Because like I don't think MLS is part of FIFA, is it? I think if you're all in soccer, then you're somehow. See that's that's the kind this of kind America, of America, baby. We do our own. That's thing. Kind, I know that's kind of why I don't, I don't know. Like we're kind of approaching this from people like we don't really yeah, yeah. know shit about this. So if, that's kind of why we're doing this. If episode, you're somebody you know? that knows about soccer, you yeah, can reach like us that, at UFP Podcast like, correct email. us, and we're going to c- continue to talk about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As time goes on, anyway. Which but anyway, know, I was talking about Rayo FC. Yeah, yeah. Um, are this they a farm team too for somebody uh, like yes, an international team? They are in. They are a development. I might. I might be getting the the termina- terminology completely wrong, but like, they're basically like they're affiliated with a team in La Liga, which is the Spanish league of okay. soccer or football. Over and we Spain. don't know exactly which team it is, or if it's just all of their teams oh, in God, general. Yeah, we can look it up. I can't remember. No, it's just one team. Like Barcelona, maybe something or, like that. Yeah, I mean, or hell, Milan look, FC Milan. I've heard I mean, of them like, before. Let's give them their due diligence, you know. Yeah. Um, so, okay. And, and what about the Roughnecks? Are they a farm team for? You know, I'm not sure about that because the Energy was affiliated with Sporting Kansas City. That's an MLS team, and then they kind of came up with their own farm team, and we lost that affiliation. That's why we hooked up with FC Dallas. I'm not entirely sure if Tulsa is uh, affiliated with an MLS team. Huh. Okay. But they're fairly fairly successful. I mean, both of these teams have I, uh, the energy. They were, I think, one game away from the championship game. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, that was year. like another surprising thing is the energy are actually pretty, pretty good. Yeah, and and the rough the roughnecks weren't bad either. I think, I think they did. Uh, they kind of were on the lower end. I don't know if they actually made it to the playoffs last year, but. They're pretty good. I mean, they're, it's always competitive. Um, I guess we can kind of talk about, like, the supporters groups. And, okay. like, just kind of like I was talking about earlier, you know, it's kind of uh, 
a different kind of game you know like you don't i don't think you have like a band of people that gets together at the thunder game and they go in and they sit in one section one little section is this whole group of people you know they they, they they call the top tier loud city but i think that's just because hey you're we're trying to keep you entertained they're up in the nosebleeds <laughs> you know what i mean you know but like the you know uh the the supporters groups for these teams like they get together and like they do things pre-game and and plus off the field you know and they're the ones that like you know you go to a soccer game they'll sit behind the goal and they sing songs and chants and and, and wear their scarves and wear their scarves, you know. And there's and there's certain like there's certain times of the game where certain things go on that they you you yell certain things. Sure, sure. You know that that type of thing. And that's kind of what these supporters groups. It's are. It's like an organized fan group. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we reached out to some people that were in each one of these um, supporters groups for all these teams in the state, and some of the stuff we got back was pretty cool. Like. I mean, I think we got you. Got to give it. You got to give this guy a shout out, Cody Bromley of uh, the Tulsa Roustabouts. They are the supporters groups for the Tulsa. That's Rough a cool Nets. name, Roustabouts. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, the whole oil field, you know, affiliation, which you know I get. I mean, um, look at the, the energy. That's kind of why they're named the Energy. You know? Yeah, we're an like, energy oh, state. Yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of catchy. And then like FC that. Rayo. Be- I don't. Know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's the maybe Rayo means like energy and hey it could be something spanish. spanish man you know like that's what i would figure um this guy gave us i mean you want to talk about a, a, a response this dude didn't just say you know yeah, he here's a canned response this dude gave us like <laughs> a small like a small knot like this is a novella that he gave us and it's got all kinds of good information in here that I, i'm like oh wow didn't know that didn't know that either didn't know that so which i thought it was cool to see that I mean, it's just a real quick that uh, I guess in the uh, the NASL, which I guess is what Rayo is going to be in. Yes, they are in that. There's a team from that Puerto week. Rico that jumps into the league in the second half of the season. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. Um, talking about Rayo FC, they are affiliated with Rayo Vallesano. That's a team. That's just a Spanish team, I guess, okay. in, in La Liga. So, okay, there you go. Um, yeah, talking about NASL and USL. Let's kind of talk about that. Um, something this uh, Cody Bromley was nice enough to send. I mean, like we were gonna, we we just kind of got to hold him, talk to talk to him about like kind of what we wanted to talk about in the show and what we wanted to highlight. And man, like like you said, like man, he went above and beyond and gave us some cool, cool stuff. Like um, the like the differences between the leagues. Like like I was talking about earlier, MLS is like I said professional and then this ussf has kind of determined like that's tier one and then there's a second tier and that's nasl and they've been kind of the bigger league as far as like attendance and may have probably money they they you know they could maybe give better contracts that type of thing and then there's a tier three and that's been usl and here in the past few years, like there's just been this big expansion. Like MLS is adding teams, sometimes from you know former franchises. And what's kind of been different is they've taken some teams out of USL, which is actually like like I was just saying, it's actually tier three. So that's been like that's kind of spurred a debate to where it's like, well. What's which is actually better because you you say this one the you know NASL is tier two, so that has to be the 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 better league, right? Well, it's kind of in flux right now because 
USL has expanded. They've added a lot of teams. Like I was saying, Semenigo MLS has actually taken some teams just straight from USL versus kind of going up the ladder, so to speak. So right now, it's kind of like it's kind of like it's a proving ground, really. It's hard to say which one is actually tier one and tier two. Like how these leagues do, and it kind of relates to how our teams do here in the state, Mm -hmm. and how that plays into their leagues. Like that kind of helps determine, you know. Where, 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 do all, where do all these leagues go in the perception of USL versus NASL mm-hmm. and that compared to MLS? And, you know, just as an energy fan, like, I would love to see the energy or, or hell, any, any team in the state, if it, even if it's Roughnecks or both, go up to MLS. Like, say we had an MLS team because, you know, we have the Thunder. That would, like, that would just be amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, something. Something that this uh, Cody Bromley uh, put in his email. I, I kind of liked his. He kind of talked about tampering expectations, though. Like. Yeah. yeah, we would love to, you know, be in MLS, but we got to be realistic. This is kind of a new thing in Oklahoma. Yeah. We're just yeah. getting started. You really need to have soccer-specific sta- stadiums, which we don't have. Which we don't have. Um, I think he, you know, he mentions, you know, I think Tulsa plays in a baseball field that's converted. You know, we like play I was on talking like about a, with energy, we play on a mid, mid, uh, mid, high, level, like mid school, yeah, mid school football field that has lines on it. What about a football? What about what's Rayo? Rayo is, is playing in UConn, and it's a smaller field. Okay, it's not, you know, there's no huge, st- you know, no, no offense to Rayo, but I'm like, you know, and that, and that's kind of what I, you know, would like to point out is like this stuff is is building from the ground up in sure. in certain aspects. Sure, you know. And it's been kind of nice because some of these teams have had some pretty good success. Yeah. And attendance isn't too bad, you know, considering what it is and what it's going up against and where they can actually seat these people (laughs) as far as a a stadium goes, you know. Um, Yeah, I really like how this, in this this email too, he separated fact from opinion very yeah. clearly because there's there's a lot of opinion going on with kind of like what i was talking about like with the nasl versus the usl what is that um something we're going to kind of talk about now is like when i first got into the energy this kind of has to do with rayo fc mm-hmm. there was basically one investment group i think that was trying to get nasl status like they were they were trying to make a bid for Basically, the rights to be the OKC affiliated team, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna kind of gloss over the same thing because there's there's a lot. I mean, we could probably spend a whole episode just on this subject, but uh, that, that kind of gives us a chance to plug. Uh, there's a, actually another podcast that covers Rayo FC, and they're called the Scissor Tail Podcast, and they kind of talk about what I'm about to talk about now. Um, there was an investment group that was trying to, you know, basically get the Get the, the get the badass team, so to speak, here in Oklahoma City. Well, for whatever reason, some people in the investment groups split up. They got into it, had an argument. I don't know what. Had a falling out of some yeah, sort. Yeah, and that's why, like this podcast I was telling you about, Scissor Tail Podcast. They're kind of they're kind of covering uh, one just Ray OFC, the team in the first place, but they're also kind of covering like, you know, where <laughs> where did this come from in the first place? Because. Basically, this this investment group splits up. Um, one gets the bid that they're wanting, and the other one just ends up pissed off. And I don't know if that's why the energy become a team in the USL. I, I kind of thought they were vying for NASL because that's the Division Two, mm-hmm. 
or maybe not, you know. But either way, that's kind of why you you see like Rayo FC is not announced, you know, until a year or two later. Like this is their first year versus this is the third year for the Energy. Yeah, is they then had to like well come up with another team, I guess. I I, I had seen like. Uh, they had like a crest and it had like a scissor tail on it, and that was just kind of like the OKC FC, and that was just kind of the loosely named other team that was going to play out in UConn, and they hadn't gotten their stuff together. Yeah, yeah. and that and, and until now, and they got affiliated with La Liga, they named themselves Rayo, yada yada yada. Here we are today. So, which check, I think maybe we should check note. that podcast out. Is all I'm saying is you know we'll, I'll, I'll definitely check us out. I don't know a lot on the subject anyway. Yeah, and I think we should note really quick. This is like. You're, you're saying like it's the Scissor Tail podcast. Scissor Tail was going to be the logo. I think that's if probably why they named. Their if you're podcast listening out. in another like because you said because you told me before when we had, we talked about this on the podcast we got some international listeners. <laughs> the yeah. Scissor Tail is the state bird of Oklahoma. Yes, it is. Yes. So if somebody's like, "What the what fuck the is the Scissor Tail?" Yeah. yeah, it's the state the Scissor Tail flycatcher. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's my Oklahoma knowledge. I don't know anything else about the state. So they end up like that's why they're in a different league. They're in NASL. So, do you think they had to go and like, like these last couple of years have been them like securing an international backer or something like to get this? I think so. Or the Liga team to 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 kind of dip their feet into yes, Hmm. yes. It's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So you have like this kind of animosity from that in the first place between the energy and well, just from the 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 way the investment groups and how it just kind of unfolded anyway. Sure, like. So that's starters. Like I said, I don't I don't know all the ins and outs of that. Uh, you know, if our uh, uh, soccer correspondent was here, maybe you'd help us out a little bit. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're just going to dock him the whole episode. Yeah. Um, what was going to say? Um, then you have like the fact that well, now there's two teams in one city. That itself, you know, which say I'm I'm, I'm down for a rivalry, but it's kind of like oh, there's that animosity, like oh, and, and I think that the, guy kind of pointed out too that there's you know sort of having these two teams in one town don't like can can the city support two teams even on this level? Yeah, yeah, and and plus different leagues, you know, MLS expectations, all that type of things. You're know, like, what what will happen? You know, and there's a, there's opinions on. You know how the USL looks at the this new NASL team, um, so I'm just think it's kind of a waste of time, and I think that's actually why uh, the Scissor Tail podcast kind of got around. Like as we were we were talking with them, and uh, they put in their email that that's kind of how they came around in the first place, wanting to cover some of this because one, and you know, just covering the team in the first place, you know, just have another voice for that, but also. Um, just the whole perception of of people looking down on this team, like oh, I can't can't do very well, or it's not going to, you know. And people just kind of dogging on it before it even gets started. Like they haven't even played a game yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. And just from what I've seen, like kind of they've signed some pretty good players. Like I think I was talking to you before this pod, we started doing this episode. Like they signed somebody that was on the men's national team. I don't. I'm not great with names, people. I'm just. I'm new to this and myself. But who like, was this? It was Rayo. Rayo FC. Like, yeah, they've got some pretty big names that I'm like. Well, I was kind of like, wow. <laughs> that was my impression. And we actually got a, he- a hold of uh, somebody from their supporters group. There are Rayo's Red Army. That is their supporters group. <laughs> 
I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good name. I like all these. I, I just like it. It's fun. Like I said, nobody other no another sport really has supporters groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like, like I said, it's just fun to get into, and they do all sorts of things. I think I'm technically, since I have season tickets, I think I'm technically in the supporters group for the energy, which is called the grid. But I don't know if I don't ever like go to any events or anything. Like I just go to the games. You don't go any to the scarf functions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, hey, you know, whatever, dude. Power, power to you. <laughs> well, I mean, there's other things. It's like tailgating. People tailgate. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just giving you shit because, yeah. yeah, no, I. But uh, anyway, go, going back to Rayo, we got a hold of uh, Brad Orchard. He uh, kind of runs. He's the person to get a hold of for uh, Rayo supporters group, and that's kind of like the point. We asked him if like there's anything you want to contribute. Um, that was kind of the point he was wanting to get across was. You know, everyone was just like feeling so down about this team, and or just or just talking shit on it. And well, you know, look now, like they're actually looking pretty good. You know, where th- that whole league goes, though, you know, that might be something that could kind of weigh on a, weigh in as a factor on Rayo, regardless of how good Rayo does. Maybe that league is kind of in the, in the decline. That's so. Some some people some people think it is, you know, and some people think the USL is on this, you know, a big big rise and increase, and they're adding teams and expanding. Um, real quick, the guy you were talking about, Rayo signed U.S. national team veteran Robbie Finley. Okay. Which yeah. I recognize. I recognize him. Yeah, that's like so the dude on the right. I recognize mm-hmm. him. Yeah. So I'm like, man, that's damn. Yeah, there's all sorts of players. They like I just they had a pretty good uh, chart where it was like they just kind of put up their credentials on, on who they signed. A lot of people didn't even think they'd have a team put together. It was just like they announced like a month or two ago, and they're like, "You're gonna get all this team, uh, all these players signed on the team like that quickly, and it's just, it's gonna be shit. It's just gonna be crap." And I'm like, "It's kind of not looking that way." Yeah, <laughs> just letting you know, everyone. Um, and I let's like let's real quick kind of talk. You know, I think this bears noting. You just talked about a whole bunch, you know, a good chunk of information you got from the uh, the Tulsa Rouseabouts. The the Ray- Rayo's Red Army is and what Rayo's you just. Red Army, yes. And then we got this huge email with just all kinds of just useful information that I don't think I certainly didn't fucking know. You with more knowledge of the game than me yeah, were like, yeah, yeah there's I, a, I lot a lot in here. I didn't like, know. Wow, I'm glad yeah. you enumerated and, all this stuff. And this was from the 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 Rouseabouts. Yeah, this is Cody Brimley. And we contacted. Brimley, the energies group, which is called, you said the grid, the grid, and we got Bupkis. <laughs> well, I gotta, I try to get a hold of him, and like, this is just kind of uh, a friend of mine. Like, we go to uh, the games and things like that, mm-hmm. and he's just always kind of, he's kind of complained about the grid sometimes, just from them not being very responsive. I guess you know, and then that's like, if he was here, he could probably explain it more. That's just just kind of my secondhand knowledge of it. But yeah, when I try to get a hold of them, like I got, a, I got a hold of them. And they're like, "Yeah, cool, you know, we'll get you some stuff." And then I never really got anything back from them. Yeah. And I've been busy this week, so hey, you know, fair, you know, fair use here. Well, you know, I didn't really like bother them about it all week long. Hey, hey, I, I need sure, something for sure, our, sure. and not that, for our episode, and know? not that we're entitled to anything. Not, yeah, not that we're entitled to. Them, I'm like, but man, when you look at everyone the... else, gave us some cool stuff, man. It's just like, yeah, like they gave us whoa, a, a just thank a, you. a dearth of information. Yeah, especially like said, the roustabouts. 
Um, and and Rayo as well. I mean, I'm not trying. Rayo gave yeah, us yeah, a good yeah, chunk like of info we as well. We wanted to talk about this other uh, this other podcast that covers Rayo. But the, but and then on top of all that, though, you told me too, or you mentioned to me that the the grid kind of do this whole. It just it's just it's maybe just it's just a, a perception. perception sometimes where it's like like where they go after people on Twitter or something kind of well or? yeah that was a good like uh, that's that's kind of talking about this podcast that's okay in a way that was kind of why they were they they started started their podcast up was to give that a voice because a lot of people especially people from the energy I don't know as the team itself but especially from the grid yeah um they just kind of like yeah they just kind of t- attacked this other team which I'm like you know. Like I said, I'm down for a rivalry and everything, but it's like, yeah, we, why why talk shit on these people and just act like they're trash, and then at the same time be like, hey guys, you know, soccer's needing to grow and Look, hashtag doing, grow the game. Yeah, they, they use that. They use hashtag grow the game while you're putting down yeah, an that's, example that's, of the growth. That's of my the game. one thing I would kind of bring up as far as like supporters groups. I mean, I'm going to put and it then to you. You tack all that on where it's like, we got all this other cool shit. Every, yeah. Everybody else got a hold of us. I'll, I'll the, other, the grid was like, hey, we'll send you an email. Yeah, that's got... Not, and I never got one. But yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. So I have to I have to say that. You know, I can't say I didn't I'm gonna get, put like it said, to I didn't you. bug them about it, but I didn't you, get anything either. You didn't bug these other guys either. No, I, I just sent them a message and like I got like I said, I got all sorts of cool Yeah, things, and so, so I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna put it like this. I'm I haven't been to any energy games. I'm not a you know, season ticket holder, I'm not invested in them at all. Yeah. So yeah. me from my limited, you know, fandom of local soccer, kinda learning more about it now. I gotta say, if I put, I'm gonna put three hats on the table here. <laughs> Which one are you gonna choose? You know, like signing day. Yeah. You know, who's <laughs> Drew gonna go with? I'm just knocking the energy hat off the table. I'm just like, see ya. Okay. Okay. And man, I'm really eyeing that roughnecks hat because this dude, this dude clearly, it's Cody legit, Bromley man. clearly has. <laughs> A passion for soccer because <laughs> yeah, this yes, dude does. was like, "You want information? I'm gonna beat you over the head with information." Yes. And like man, I, said, I gotta say, so it's a awesome. good read, and oh, yeah. it helped and us make a podcast. Some of the main points of that, like this dude helped us. This dude, we got to give him an assist because I didn't think this podcast was gonna be long at all. We just cracked an hour. Yeah, so I'm kind of like. I, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to watch any games or anything, but I'm a Roughnecks fan. So there you go. <laughs> well done, Cody. You got you got me. Okay. I'm a roused about, even though I'm not really because I'm not. I, I don't know. You got to pay dues or what? I don't know if I get a scarf. I think that's how it works. Do I get a scarf? On <laughs> <laughs> my fucking scarf, Cody. Cody, send me a scarf, man. Yeah. If for no other reason, I can you know maybe whenever they play, I'll just wear it all week around Brad. Yeah, and, and just like, be like, like uh, big game this weekend. Talking about the grid, I'm like, I said, I don't mean to dog on you, but it's just like, I, you know, I, I, it looks like they're doing some cool stuff. Like, I think they were kind of like doing a charity thing the past week or two. And yeah, we're not trying to say they're like terrible human beings or anything. It's just kind of, it's just kind of, I don't know. There's something to talk about you. Yeah, there's something, yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's something to be gleaned from a total lack of like response, basically, whenever (laughs) the other two clubs. You know, one gave us, you know, a, a nice kind of, you know, good email with some good information in it. And the other one gave us 
the fucking blueprint yeah. for fan groups. <laughs> like, this is what you need to know. Yeah. This is how you impress Welcome people to the game. You know, hey, I asked a guy to tell me about you know this uh, FC football clubs, what the, the Roughneck Soccer, and then bam, he sent me this like huge like you know manual about the history of like you know soccer well, that's what in the I'm, state. Like I said with this episode, it's what we're trying to do. Like, you know nothing about this. Yeah, I guess I'm just saying. Well played, Roustabouts. Well played. Yeah, well played. Yeah. Gotta, gotta give credit and, where credit's and, due. Yeah, yeah. And Rayo? And Rayo FC. Not too shabby. Yeah, yeah. Grid? Red Army? Figure your shit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, yeah, you know, I'm still a fan. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, So yeah. we can be rivals, man. Yeah, I there you go. Energy. There you go, man. Be, uh, Roughnecks are taking it all this year. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know a single player on the team, but I'm going to fucking learn just to talk shit to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna and it, it is fun, like uh, you know, talking about like just something to do. Um, the price for tickets is really affordable. Yeah, I mean, and actually, really you were kind of you were showing me too. Uh, I like some of the you know it was it was just you know general uh, you know swag. I don't want to use that term. General uh, <laughs> merchandise merch. Okay, from the energy, and I was like, yeah, it looks cool. I like the shirt. Uh, you've got that energy T-shirt. I was like, yeah, it's a cool logo and all. I like it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like it anymore as much as I'm sure I love the <laughs> Roughnecks logo, which I don't know what it is exactly, but I'll find out. Um, <laughs> you know, you love it more though. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, so I, 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 I think it's cool. I mean. Like I said, when we talked before, I mean, I was a big proponent of, like, bringing anything you can here. Like, when they were talking about bringing Formula One here, I was like, please vote yes on it. And they voted yeah, no. Yeah. But, you know, I'm I'm all for, you know, anything that makes Oklahoma City, Oklahoma yeah. in general, a bigger stamp on the sports world. And if they can get bigger and, you know, maybe they get, you know, stadium set up for themselves, each one of these teams, or hell, any of them. Hey, that's cool. Because, I mean, kind of like I was talking about with the grid earlier, and they were doing some charity stuff, like these these supporters groups and the team itself will go around and, like, you know, that's where they interact with the community. Every sports team does this stuff. But, like, you know, they build soccer fields and give people soccer. They do all that type of stuff, which is, you know, that's great, especially for the youth. Gets kids out of trouble, all that, all that angle. There you go. Remember that shit right there. To remember, tell some rough. The roughnecks logo. Yeah, right I've there. seen it before, dude. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Remember yeah. this shit. Right. You're a season two. Oh, my bad. My bad. You've actually been to soccer games. Yeah, but there you go, man. That's what the scarf's gonna. It's gonna have that shit on there. I'm getting that damn scarf. They better have. I, I'm gonna be pissed off if they don't have a scarf. Dude, they've got a scarf. I'm just letting you know right now. They have a scarf. Oh shit! Maybe yeah. not one for you. It comes. But they've up. got a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude! That's a cool. Like, I like the Roustabouts logo too, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a blue collar team right there. I like that too. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Damn, you know what, man? I'm getting some of this shit, man. I don't care. I, if somebody asks me about these teams, I'll be like, "Well, I know they play soccer, but there's the scarf. There's a whole bunch of people holding the scarf." Yeah, see, there you go, dude. You don't have to wear it. You just, you know, put it up like a banner, wave it around, terrible towel style. Now, strangling opposing. How dangerous fans. would it be if I went to you know? Because I live in Oklahoma City. I'm obviously I'm not going to travel to go to a game in Tulsa. I don't think. But if the if the Roughnecks came here and I showed up at the game with my Roughneck scarf, how dangerous will the trip to my car after the it's game be? It's not dangerous. Come on. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Talking about ticket price, like it's actually pretty cheap. 
great great place for families to come out. Like I said, I know Tulsa does really good in attendance, and so does the Energy. Considering, yeah, I'm just, just starting out. about all that anyway. I'm, I'm curious to watch because uh, I think NASL always has usually has a higher attendance in USL teams, but I'm kind of wondering like, is the team in UConn going to be like that? You know, sure, they were playing in a smaller place. What's going to happen? Now, there's all sorts of things that's going to happen in the future, regardless of whether a team fails or a league fails or whatever. I mean, we've got three teams. Like, there's all sorts of things that can go on here. Yeah. As far as the future and development and things like that. Yeah, and I guess uh, the USL has, geez, like 29 current teams. 29 and two current more. teams. Yes, I mean, there's. I know just from the first year we were at the energy was in the USL, there's a team I think on hiatus in Austin because when we had all those floods last year, like that stadium just got destroyed, basically. Really? Yeah, so they're like, Hey, we gotta take a year off. Wow. And at the same time, like the Spurs uh bought a I think another different team out uh, in San Antonio and they're creating a USL team. And they and they're wanting to jump. They're 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 the type. They're like, hey, we want to jump straight to the MLS, which you know, like I think that's a that's that's a big hope for energy fans because you kind of you know, yeah, there's Rayo and yeah, there's Tulsa Roughnecks, but you think of the Thunder. The Thunder are here. They're like, hey, we can just had another professional team. And, and like we said earlier from the Zemo, it's like the guys like you know tamper expectations. We need some stadiums first. It's it's just going to have to be supported. It's my point. They're, like this yeah. stuff isn't just happening. I mean, even in five years, I th- think five years from now, things go great. We might be talking about a stadium. Yeah, and then think how long it takes to because you got to inspire some investors to get pony some up. money. Yeah, pick a site. Yeah, get it actually built. Yeah, I mean, you're looking you're looking down the road. You're a looking bit. down the road. So. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, like, we're not going to be in MLS in like three years, everybody. Unless just some crazy shit happens, and even then, I don't think so. Yeah. But um, either way, great soccer teams, great, great sport. Well, Oklahoma. Yeah, and I think it's cool. I mean, just hell. In the last More year, things to do. I mean, there's that. Like we, we kind of started with. Like, there's been a history here. Yeah. You know, kind of bringing that back. And while soccer's grown, and I think this his email even says, uh, Cody's here, that uh, where Tulsa and Oklahoma City play in particular, it's the fastest growing league in soccer. Yeah. So, which I mean, with 29 teams and two more coming in 2017, I kind of, uh, you can go but to They're on the rise, that. not the decline. Yeah, know. exactly. Um, now, some people will kind of go after USL because they have more development. To, like there's, like in the MLS, there's Seattle Sounders. Well, there's a Seattle Sounders too, and they play in USL. So some people go after like, well, there's not as many unique. Are they literally called Seattle Sounders? Yes, some of these, and they're just the development team basically. Huh. They didn't the change Sounders, the name at all. And they happen to be in the USL. Huh. So, and but then there's some teams like us where it's like, hey, we have original branding. We might be affiliated with a different team or or whatnot, but we're kind of our own thing. We and, have our own identity. Yeah, and, and and as far as teams that are making the jump or looking to make the jump to MLS, that's the kind of teams that are doing it. They're not the Seattle Sounders, too. There's already Seattle Sounders, you know. It's teams like, I think, Sacramento. I think they're getting an MLS. Or maybe they're on the verge of. I know there's uh, 
I think there's an Atlanta team coming around. There's a Minnesota team coming for MLS. Maybe a future Florida one. There's also another one in LA because there's the LA Galaxy. And there used to be Chivas USA and then that went defunct. And I think there's going to be an LAFC, basically. It's just there's every league is basically expanding. I don't know. Uh, you know, some people say the NASL is kind of on the decline, but like even still. There's a lot of like the the play the they've gotten TV deals. I know the MLS has gotten TV deals, and just talking about like other sports with um, basketball and football. Like the more TV deals you get, the more money you get, the more you pay your players, the better the product gets, and that's what's happening. And I'm down with it. That's all we. That's all you got. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. You know, it's like hey, just wanted to talk about soccer and like what. What is this? You know what I mean? Like, and like, there's so many people that like maybe they don't care in the first place, and maybe they never will. But at least, yeah. And I'm just real quick, I'm looking at this. I don't think the Roughnecks are affiliated. I don't, I don't think they're a farm team or affiliated or whatever. They I don't, stand on their own. Yeah, I think they're just. We could be wrong about half the stuff. People just yeah, like I said, cor- yeah. Be f- feel free to correct us. All yeah. Right. But yeah, no, it doesn't look like they're. It doesn't look like they're actually you know uh, tied to any other any other teams or anything like that okay. so hey well they're their their own animal that was pretty much all i wanted to bring up i don't know if there's anything other all right well let's questions no, let's like warm up the hyperdrive man let's yeah let's, let's plug these people like yeah uh, do it uh tulsa roughnecks they are um the team in tulsa uh they have supporters group called Tus- tulsa roustabouts and cody bromley sent us that badass email with the history of the two leagues and his opinions on certain things and Rayo's Red Army. That's a Rayo FC supporters group. Got the guy's name right here. Uh, Brad Orchard. He uh, gave us a nice email about uh, you know just talking about how cool the team is. Like it's really going to be interesting. Uh, something I, I forgot to bring up. Uh, these team they're not in the same league, Rayo and the Energy, or the or, or, or the Roughnecks, but they could end up playing each other in a tournament. That would be cool. So, I'm just saying, like, if if we've if the energy or the grid like talks a bunch of shit on Rayo, and then Rayo, and then stomps if Rayo beats us, I'm just saying, guys, it's gonna look pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, Rayo's Red Army for Rayo FC, and the grid is the uh, supporters group for OKC OKC Energy FC. So, going forward, we'll, we'll talk about more soccer and just as the season progresses progresses games go, go yeah maybe on. one of these days i'll actually who make wins it to a what game who you. loses what you know yeah and now you know like i said i kind of got some more interest in things i kind of i'd like to check out a game yeah i um, mean you'll need to go to one especially if you're going to be a roughnecks fan maybe yeah you know you i'm just go to the one of the rivalry games yeah i'm just here. waiting on that scarf and uh, check out uh, scissor tail podcast yep they cover uh, rayo fc and might have some more insight <laughs> than we will on uh, some of these specific subjects. Okay. Well, I think we're ready for escape velocity, man. Okay. Um, so just one more little rundown here. UFP podcast at gmail.com at UFP on Twitter and unidentified flying podcast on Facebook. You got anything you want to correct some of the stuff we've said most, probably most. No, of but I did, said, I did forget one little thing here at the end. I'm go ahead. This is the second time I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, soccer yeah. and, uh, you know, MLS and stuff. The person that owns the Oklahoman, 
Uh-huh. There's like you know it's owned by some kind of like entertainment group, which is owned by a subsidiary. You know, it's it's a subsidiary of another. The guy that owns all of that, um, he's he's known as the savior of MLS. Philip really? and such. I might be saying that wrong. I've never heard of him. Um, he actually owns. Uh, like I said, the, the, the place that owns the Oklahoman. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, like MLS was having some troubled times oh so many years ago. Yeah. Just because they kind of, they weren't very popular. They weren't making a lot of money. Um, they also, you know, expanded maybe too quickly and they had to drop some teams. All that type of stuff was going on. He basically stepped in and saved some of the teams in the league by putting up money and, and enough to enough to making, making the yeah making that them invest in soccer specific stadiums which made them get more in attendance for them to make more money stay more solvent yada 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 okay and um and he owns the energy no he owns the the group that owns the oklahoman the newspaper okay here um like when the mls cup is won it's the philip and such cup trophy really or, yeah and he actually owns um, Regal. Okay. You know, you go to the movies. Yeah, like yeah, movies, yeah. That's like Regal Cinemas or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. He you owns- told me on the way over you were going to yeah, make some gonna- crazy string of shit. Yeah, I was like, that's all actually tied together. And, like, he's also, um, he's kind of a philanthropist. And some would say, like, oh, he's a right winger because he kind of supports, like, Christian. Um, Which, whatever. Let's- yeah, we have good on him. Christian cause and stuff. He actually put up the money and his, like... I guess distribution network and uh, production studio made Chronicles of Arnia. Huh. So so that's how I was going to tie all that together. I'm like, you've tied soccer to Regal Cinema to Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, there you go. There should be some kind of award for that. And like I said, that's the guy that uh, run, owns the company that owns the uh, Oklahoma. You know, Oklahoman. If there was an award for that, you know what I think would be a fitting award for that. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon or a Tulsa <laughs> Roughneck scarf. <laughs> yeah. Care of Drew at UFP Podcast. There you go. <laughs> yeah, hint, hint, Cody. I'm still. I'm waiting and on it, that like scarf. I said, if we missed up anything, which we probably did, let us know. Yeah. We'll be glad to keep talking about it. Yep. So, um, I guess until next time. We are you all done? Is there? I'm a, is done. There a, is I'm there done. A PPPS. Sure. Okay. No. 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 All right. Well, Wait, I forgot something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so that's it, guys. We're done. That was the soccer episode for now. We'll obviously, like I said, Brad said, we'll talk more about it later. Um, I'll actually be curious to hear uh, next week. We're going to try to do the NES podcast. We're going to talk about 8-bit NES, our memories of it, have some, you know, kind our of... childhood a, reborn. Yeah, and kind of have like a list of our favorite games. We're going to have two guests on, uh, but maybe kind of before we dive into that, we'll get a little bit of an update on the the game because okay. I know you're not going to it but yeah, I can't go I'm now. sure you'll kind of read up on it and stuff like that yeah, so yeah, yeah. kind of know how our the first preseason game yeah yeah but plus these other teams will get stuff going too and yeah see what the, the Roughnecks are doing what FC Rayo is doing so alright well until next time uh, this has been the Unidentified Flying Podcast and I am Drew and this is Brad and uh, go Roughnecks <laughs> <laughs> <See ya. laughs> alright later y'all <laughs>